now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Walking Purpose. This is episode 19. For anyone that's new, for anyone that's just listening, Walking Purpose is a podcast for men all over the world, great men all over the world, talking about mental health, talking about growth. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we joke. It's just about great men. There's no judgment, pretty much. The goal is to uplift kings all over the world, pretty much. Walking Purpose podcast is on every Sunday on all major platforms. I'm excited. Um, just to, I'm excited today about this great interview. Pretty much, I got a Raphael Wilson. Sir, feel free to introduce yourself. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, what's up, Uplift Kings? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for having me, man. Um, so, yeah, I'm Raphael. Uh, some people know me as Ralph. And, um, man, I'm just grateful to be... Get, just grateful to be a part of this uh, this movement that you got going on and uh was so happy to support and um just you know just happy to connect man yeah i'm definitely happy to have you on uh, we actually met for anyone that's that's, that's new, uh that's listening we met like was it last year last year right yeah last year it felt like it was a long time ago because there's so much <laughs> happened we met last year and we just have a great discussion the one day i was like and it's funny because I remember you were talking about starting a podcast. <laughs> he was. And yeah. how everything falls. And you was definitely in mind for someone that um, I wanted to interview. So to start things off, um, 2020 has been like a really uh, challenging year, pretty much. Also been a year for a lot of people who have actually branched out and stepped out of the box and create new ideas and um, new opportunities. Uh, how do you feel about this year, pretty much? Um, I'm winning. It's a winning year, you know, and uh, I know that is, listen, man, everybody's hurting. Everybody's got uh, things going on. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really a matter of perspective. You know, um, if my back is going to be against the wall, I'm going to swing. You know what I mean? And 2020 has put a lot of us against the wall. And um, I think that we're going to get what we put into it. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you don't swing, you're, you're going down. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so, you know, I've been very fortunate this year to, um, uh, to, to really push through my, um, my small business that I got going on um, called three amigos multimedia. Mm-hmm. And um, I went ahead and got certified as a social media manager. And I was just like, you know what? I love doing videos. I love helping small churches, small groups, things like that with meeting goals, being able to create content on the fly every week, um, helping, helping, um, uh, you know, social media pages stay relevant and, um, helping small businesses really get their, their, uh, messages across, uh, to their clients. So, um, this year I just said, you know what, I'm going to jump for it. And, um, man, I just been winning, you know, and, just haven't been afraid to win. You know, I think that when when I was left without a choice, I said, well, you know, I might as well just go for it. Mm-hmm. The worst thing that's going to happen is nobody's going to want to pay attention to me. You know what I mean? Uh, but the reality is when when you uh, do stuff from your heart and, and you actually do um, help people accomplish their goals and you do it and you treat it just like if it were your baby, then people are going to invest in you. And so I've been grateful that I've been, I mean, money has been pouring in every month. People are constantly subscribing to the services I provide. And man, it's a winning year, man. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. 
and you you dropped a, a, a few gems pretty much and like I like a lot of times people are afraid to take that first step and yeah. to admit it I was one of them you know what I'm saying before this pandemic started and just for anyone is listening you can just take that first step I think a lot of times we're afraid to step out that box because it, it's it's normal you know what I'm saying a lot of us go through that and yeah. once you step out the box take that first step you're like oh my it's not that bad okay now put both feet in and let's keep going pretty much yeah. It's like, like you say, you got to keep swinging. 2020 is, yeah, it's hitting us. It's in us yeah. hard. Some of us hitting us harder, but you can still take the extra swing and keep fighting. You don't have to lay down and give up. I think a lot of people will put uh, negative energy into 2020. Oh, man, it's going to be bad. No, you're saying it's going to be bad for you. You don't have yeah. to say that. You know, so I definitely agree for everything you're saying pretty much. And that goes to my next question. Um, but 2020 has been a lot like a lot of fear, you know, what's your advice would be for anyone who sees 2020 as I can't, or it's, it's hopeless pretty much. You know, you look at social media, you look at the news, you look at, you can't even go on Instagram or Facebook without seeing negativity pretty much. So we, what's your advice you give to the person who sees it as I give up or they're thinking 2020 is just a wrap for me pretty much. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm a realistic person and I, uh, I used to um, just expect a, a higher level of, of myself and others uh, that, that just wasn't attainable. And the reality is, is that even for me, I've had to learn how to live in the moment, okay. right? Just live, just live like this is what I'm going through right now. And I have to deal with this, right? Sometimes we get so overwhelmed, right? We're trying to tackle so many different challenges. And what happens is, is when you become overwhelmed, that's when depression kicks in, anxiety kicks in. And then you begin to bring on things onto yourself that really, really you didn't own to begin with, mm -hmm. right? And so I think that the reality is, like, I'm, I've learned to be comfortable in my moment. And I don't, allow people to try to force me through a moment that I have to sit in. There are some right. moments that you actually have to just sit and just be like, look, I'm just going to watch and see how this plays out. Okay. Then there are some moments that you actually have to take action, but there are some moments where you can actually sit down and just sit back and say, you know, I'm going to wait. I'm going to see how this comes out. And, and I've learned that. And, and I've, I've talked to a lot of friends of mine, people that I connect to that, um, you know, just tell me, man, I'm stressed out. I'm, I'm depressed. I'm going through a lot. A lot of the clients that I'm working with, they had a good start this year. They all started their, many of the clients that I have started their businesses in January. Mm, okay. February hit. March hit. They started closing everything. Yeah. And I got people hitting me up. My clients are hitting me up like, Ralphie, I don't know what to do. I just opened my business. I just invested money in this. And I just, I'm stressed. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, good. You stress, sit in it. Just sit. Just sit and think. Because what happens, you allow yourself to get anxious. You allow yourself to get depressed. You don't know how to see your way through. You, you've become so muddied up. And so just sitting back, learning. I'm, what I'm telling people right now, this is an experience for me, is that I've learned to just do this. Just sit back and just look. And I'm okay with that. 
you know, I think there's something wrong with people that just say like, nah, you got to get better. Nah, you got to get through this. Nah, you got, man, like, let me cry for a second. That's real. Like, and I, let me tell you, I hate crying. Me too. I, I eat it with a passion, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? When I'm in the moment and I've gotten to that place where I'm so frustrated that all I can do is cry, right? Then I've learned to just sit in it. Just sit in it and just cry. Don't let nobody tell me, well, this is what you need to do. No, let me sit in this for a second. Let me get it out. Sometimes as men, we have to be so brave, right? Yeah. And we have to be, we have to save the day constantly that we're not allowed to feel things. Yeah. Right? And then when what happens is, is once you've become so frustrated because you haven't been able to express yourself, now you're this angry black man. You're this angry Hispanic man, angry man, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think that uh, don't let anyone fool you and don't let anyone, anyone lie to you. Sit in it. Sit in your moment. Live in it. Breathe it. Because when you overcome, man, you want to remember what that moment was. You don't want to rush through it because then I won't appreciate my victory at the end of it. I won't appreciate it because I didn't actually get to take a moment and sit back and actually sit in my moment. So I, I talk a lot, man. You go ahead. No, that's, that's, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Hey, hey, I, I'm cool. Hey, I'm cool with that. But um, you dropped some major gems on that situation, like just sitting in it, like, especially this year, you know, especially in the beginning, got everything shut down, got gym shut down. I'm one of them. You know, I, going to the gym is my outlet. Yeah. So in my mind, I was going crazy because that was scary for me because that was the first time in 11 years that I beat depression. That was my go-to. Yeah. You know, outside of praying, outside of going to the church, but having that physical, okay, I can lift some weights. And I had to just literally just sit. Like you just said, I had to sit in that moment. It's like, like you playing football, you quarterback. Let me just sit. Let me just sit. Okay. It's like having that moments like okay let me just sit and get comfortable for a minute yeah hey, remember what this feels like so when i get that moment oh i got this idea oh i got this oh episode one you know what I'm saying so like i agree with what you're saying so remember what that moment of pain feels like yeah. you sit in it because in the day guys we are still human we got feelings it does not make you soft it makes you a human you're not a robot yes we're tough yes we are providers Yes, we are kings, but at the same time, guys, we are human. It's so it's okay to feel how you feel. I learned that just in the process of grieving, like last year, you know, having those angry moments of randomly something reminding my grandmother, so I had to just cry. So I learned it from my fiance to let it out. Like you said, I agree. I hate crying. Yeah. The moment you get it out, it's like you'd rather cry, let it out, and then be walking around just be. It's somebody saying anything to me, mate. And then you pop off and you're in jail because you learn how to express yourself. That's it. <laughs> you know, it's just, I can't stress that enough. And I agree with everything you're saying. Just, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. And, and, and that's like the biggest thing that I've been learning for the past uh, 11 years of me battling depression and talking to great men like yourself. So, that was great. <laughs> what you what you just said, that was amazing. Yeah. And, um, go ahead. Bring your okay. No, man. Um, you you just I mean you have mentioned something about you know 
your grandmother. And uh, the moment you said that, I could see emotion come. And I think about, you know, my father passed away when I was 12. Uh-huh. And, um, so I was just learning to have a father. He was still learning how to be a father. Oh, okay. And he passes away, you know? Yeah. And so we go through all these different emotions, you know what I mean? We got people expecting things from us uh, that we don't actually have the, uh, the wherewithal to actually provide, right? Like somebody saying, be a father, but I don't know what a father looks like. I didn't have a father, right? And I didn't have anyone that was fortunate enough to step in that role. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, when I uh, I've been through so many different experiences from being homeless in New York and eating trash in the train stations, um, uh, trying to survive and and having people jump me, you know, for whatever was in my backpack. You know, I had to survive that. You know, I had to survive being uh, abused at home, you know, and then abused in the street abused in church, abused in so many different places. And, uh, you know, so there's so, so much expected of us. But when people actually, it's, it's, like, it's like when you go to the bank, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, I hope that $100 that was deposited yesterday is there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you go and you got 99 cents. You know, yeah. people, people expect to withdraw from us a hundred dollars and yet all we can give them is 99 cents because we we didn't receive the investment we didn't get the the surplus of investment from relationships and friends and family not all men have that not all men are fortunate to have those things and so for somebody like myself that didn't have uh people that um that I felt like didn't want to invest in me. I, I'll say this and, and, you know, maybe you want to edit this out, you can, but um, I was a bastard to so many people, not because just because my father had passed away, but then when I went to certain churches or certain groups or certain areas, hoping that someone will take me and mentor me, they'll say, yeah, Ralphie, you, you cool. I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take you on. And then they just dipped out on me. And then people kept calling me, what? You a bastard, man. You a bastard. Why? Because now look at all these people leaving you, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I had to come to a situation where I was like, you know what? Some some men don't need somebody to look up to. Some men, we just got to do what we got to do. You know, and I know that that's hard for some, it's not a, it's not, it doesn't sound like a, a, a concept that is is something that we can adopt today because mm-hmm. we always want somebody to look up to, right? But there's there's also something about when there is a presence that's missing and you say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm a be there. I'm gonna be the dad that I never had. Yeah. I'm gonna be the, the husband that I never saw yeah. was a good husband. I'm gonna be those things mm-hmm. because I didn't have anyone to look up to to do those things. Yeah. And so sometimes, you don't have somebody to look up to and you just got to do it and yep. you got to trust yourself. We all got something innate in us, you know, from the dawn of time, from the beginning of time, you know, when, when God says, Hey, I'm going to give you charge of the garden. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something in us that the Bible doesn't talk about how Adam kept asking God questions like, okay, so how do I sow seed? How do I do this? 
some things you don't need somebody to look up to. You've already have that capability already built in you. And circumstances and trials and tribulations going to push that out. It's going to force that out. Yeah. I agree with that at the um, main percent because I really feel like I'm becoming the man that I supposed to be that I looked up two years ago. In a sense of, I like, for example, I didn't have a father in my life until three years ago. So I'm stepping to roles I've never seen before. I'm being a fiance, going to be a husband. I've never seen that work. What does that look like? So I'm literally doing things, you know, just on my own and, you know, make, either make a mistake and you're learning, you know what I'm saying? So I get that point, like, you're becoming your own, actually, like, you're becoming your own, own role model in a sense. Yeah. You know, I never seen like shit work. A lot of things I learned from my past. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things I learned from my past relationship, I can't do that here. Mm-hmm. So having those teachable moments of not having a father, not having a father say, hey, son, it's not how you do that. Son, what you doing? Why are you talking to me like that? Son, this is how you do this. Son, let me just school you in for a second. So now, when I have kids, I'm going to be that man who I didn't have. So my future son, future daughter, will become better than I can. Yeah. So a lot of guys thinking, oh, they're using the excuse of, I'm doing this because I ain't got a dad. No, we can't use that no more. Right. I'm doing this because my father, my father went in my life. You know, and there are plenty of guys who are great and their dad wasn't in life, who are millionaires, ball players, or a preacher or anything like that, or a school teacher, that does make a difference. You can still make a difference because of not because of what's your past. You can still make a difference. So I mean, I salute you on that. Really. Yeah. Really. That that is incredible. Um, this goes to my next question pretty much. You mentioned uh, a, a tad bit of your past pretty much. Um, last question is, have you ever faced any challenges in life as far as like depression, anything like that, or just anything you had to overcome that made you to the man you are today pretty much? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I've overcome uh, a suicide and I'm, I'm, I am a survivor of suicide on uh, multiple attempts. Um, I've attempted to take my own life using pills um, in many occasions um, and trying to overdose. And uh, God just says, you know what, you ain't going nowhere. Um, And so I've dealt with depression. I've dealt with anxiety. Um, I've dealt with low self-esteem. You know, I'm watching all these other people starting their own companies and I'm like, well, they got a bachelor's degree and they got this and they got that. And I don't got none of that. I'm a high school dropout um, that has nothing to his name, you know, except for what I have uh, at home. And I've dealt with so many different things of, of trying to overcome all the things that I've, you know, they, they, I laugh a lot because I, I thought that, um, I thought Brooklyn was going to kill me, uh, being in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. uh, New York. And, um, I survived all that. Um, and yet I didn't realize that my biggest enemy wasn't going to be the guys that were trying to throw me into the train tracks when the train was coming or people pointing guns at me or being sliced in my face, being sliced on my arm. I, 
I thought that that was going to take me out. And yet the, the thing that was so close to taking me out was myself, my own depression, my own anxiety, my own self-esteem. And so, you know, I think that the, the, the toughest challenge is, you know what, um, I have to get over this right here. My, yeah. You know, for some people, there are actual uh, obstacles, right, in their way. And, and, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. You know what I mean? You know, there's a system built to oppress people like you and I. Um, so there's those physical and, and invisible things that we, that we uh, can't see, but that are there uh, to systemically oppress a, a group of people like ourselves. Uh, I think that the, the hard part is we deal with so, so much systemic oppression and oppression of all kinds that then we, we believe that oppression and depression is a lifestyle. Like, oh, I've been doing this all my life. I've been depressed all my life. So this is what it should look like, right? Like, you know, my family, you know, they cool people. Yeah, they drink and they smoke so they can't feel their feelings, but they're the coolest people you ever know. But they depress. They're anxious. They're dealing with low self-esteem. And we have adopted that as a normal lifestyle. You know, I'm depressed. You know what? I'm not going to deal with that. I'm just going to drink till I can't feel feelings. Yeah. You know, and now I'm raising kids that don't have a father and I'm actually in the home. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I dealt with, I had to overcome a lot of uh, depression, low self-esteem, things that, that uh, you know, trying to measure up to people, you know, when I realized that I shouldn't have been looking at anybody. I should have been just trying to improve myself. You know what I mean? So, uh, it's very possible you can overcome and uh, you're going to have like your aha moment. Everybody's going to have an aha moment. You know what I mean? If you fight for it and if you want to be free from it, you're going to have that aha moment. And um, for me, it was, is, is my, is my situation more important to me than my wife who I love with all my heart? You know, my wife has been there for me. She's seen me on my highest preaching in pulpits and teaching and, and, and playing music and doing all these different things to um, being as low as I could, just sitting for, for a year or two, just drinking so that I couldn't, I, I didn't want to talk to her about my feelings. I don't want to talk to anybody. You know what I mean? And yet my wife stood there through it all. And I had to realize, shoot, I, I'm either going to die in this or I'm going to live and support my loving wife, support my loving children. And so for me, my children and my wife, and obviously God, most of all, was more important. And, and that's what allowed me to overcome, man. And it's a struggle every day because you, you, you almost want to relapse, like constantly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it, it felt it was easy to be depressed. You know, I could just stay in my blanket down, you know, under the bed and, and just chill. You know what I mean? Um, but to actually have to live life, that is the biggest fight of it all. And um, I'm grateful that I've been able to overcome because I realize that I have, I have a lot to offer. Yeah. Man. Agreed. Um, yeah, I can definitely relate to the part where you're saying, like, it's easy to relapse, right? Like, for me, it's like I've been depressed longer than I have been recovered you know what i'm saying so it's easy to go back into how i used to think my old way of thinking you know there are certain there are still certain 
certain triggers that can make it can bring you back. Oh you yeah. Mean? It could be a song you listen to when you was going through that. Or it could be what someone says to you, like, wait a minute, that, that reminds me of something. So my um, next question is to you is um what you say to anyone who's still like battling that that fight pretty much, right? There I know we all battle the battle the fight every single day, but that person who's still battling that fight of going backwards, they're going forward pretty much. Yeah. Um fight. Yeah. Fight. It's gonna hurt. I, I remember when um I got surgery earlier this year um in my foot. Uh, this was my sixth surgery in my foot to be able to keep me walking. Okay. And, uh, and one of the things that, that the physical therapist said was, um, when you put weight on your foot, it's going to hurt. And so you're instantly, your instant reaction is going to be that you want to take your, you want to pick your foot up because it hurts, right? right? And what happens with depression, anxiety, all those things uh, actually engaging in what hurts is the hardest battle. Mm. It really is. It's the hardest battle. Putting weight on that situation that you're going through, it hurts, man. Yeah. And when you put your foot on there or you put that weight on there, you're like, man, you know, this, this stuff hurts, man. I don't feel like I, I, I ain't with this. Um, can I get some medication to help suppress the pain, Right. Problem is, is the pain doesn't register, right? But you're still experiencing pain. You're still experiencing a tearing, a growing, right? And so, um, but the thing is, uh, just like the physical therapist said, I'm not going to get better unless I do it, Yeah. right? I'm not going to be able to walk unless I do it. Mm -hmm. And so I had to learn how to get pressed through the pain, pressed through the, the, the hurt, and to say, you know, I'm not, I don't need the medication. I don't need this or that. I'm going to just go for it. I'm going to push. And now I'm able to walk free of pain medications. And, um, and yeah, I have my days where it hurts, but that just tells me I walked more than I did yesterday. Yeah. Love you it. feel me? Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, my encouragement to everybody is put weight on your situation. It's going to hurt. Gauge it. Um, you know, and then push. Uh, I have a friend of mine that, that uh, loves lifting weights. And one of the things that he was teaching me, uh, I, I don't lift weights. I'm not that strong. I'm, uh, I got these little things here. But anyway, uh, he was telling me that um, the, uh, the way that many uh, uh, men that are, are weightlifting or those that weightlift in general um, typically see more results is in what is called the action of the negative, right? When you actually, when you've dropped the weight, right, and you're trying to, to slowly drop it, and you can feel your muscle growing and negative movement, right, that negative movement, it hurts, right, but, but you're actually get, gaining something from it, or you got gains, like they say, you get yeah, yeah, gains yeah. out of it, right, and so not everything negative is a bad thing, right, uh, you can, just like a negative and emotion of lifting weights, uh, just uh, uh, compare it to life. And there are going to be things in life that are going to be negative, but they're there to help grow us. You know what I mean? And so we got to, you know, live in your moment. You know, do what you need to do. Feel the feelings. Cry the tears. And then after you've done all that, then put some weight on it. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I agree with that 100% because, again, I can relate. <laughs> you know, it's like I was saying before, if anyone is listening, yeah, it's easy to go backwards, right? It's easy to go backwards. You know what? This is uncomfortable because you're working on yourself. And if anyone's listening who is still going through that depression and you feel like your life is worthless, you feel like I don't offer nothing to the world. This is something that I didn't say to myself in the mirror crying, to be honest with you. And so that's false. Even though it may not feel like it, you're worth it. You know, in your head, you may think, well, I have nothing to offer. That's not true. Take those first steps to better yourself. Take those first steps to encourage yourself. You get up in the morning, you look in the mirror, tell, tell yourself how handsome you are. It's unfortunate us as men and us as people, we take on negativity, passing news on positive. Yeah. Somebody can say, hey, man, I like what you're doing. Oh, man, you're handsome. Man, okay, whatever. Oh, man, you look messed up today. Hey, what? Uh-huh. It's unfortunate us as people, we take on negativity faster than we do positive. So from now on, let's flip it. Let's take on the positive stuff about yourself. No matter who you are, what you're going through, the fact that you're still, your heart is still beating, be thankful for that. You're here for a reason. You have a purpose. Whatever it is in life, where you're going to school, whatever you want to do, you're here for a reason. Please always remember that. That is so and so so important. And um, this reminds me of my next question pretty much. Uh, I know when I was going through it, a great support system was definitely is helpful. You know, I got, a, I got brothers and sisters I can call, I can, I can check on me, and I can check on them when they're going through it. So my next question is, how important is a great support system in your life, just in general or anything? Man. A uh, good support system is, uh, system is extremely important. I mean, um, once you can get through trusting somebody that you like, you know what, I'm going to put my trust in them. Uh, they're going to know the ugly stuff about me. They're going to know the, the good stuff about me. Yeah. And, I, and I need somebody that's going to tell me that I'm messing up and I need to be okay with that. Yeah. Right? And I think that my support system, which is my friends, is an extremely small group, extremely small. I have a ton of acquaintances, but an extremely small group of friends that I can say, these are, these are people that I trust. And, and the reason why is because not everybody can be trusted with your past. Not everybody can be trusted with your hurts, right? Some people want to use it against you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so to have a great support system um, of people that I could trust and be like, yo, you know, I'm, I feel like smoking today. I don't care that my lungs hurt. I don't care about this or that, man. I just want to smoke. Mm-hmm. And my boys be like, nah, man, we ain't having that. Nah, you can get through it. Man, I want to drink. Nah, you ain't drinking today. Let's talk. You know, and, and having some, having a group of people that say, Ralphie, I don't, I don't care what it is. I don't care how you're feeling. Like, let's just sit down on the couch. Let's, let's watch a game. You know, people that actually care about you as a person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, um, that when you mess up, they don't, they don't laugh at you. They say, hey, man, you messed up. I don't want nobody to see you messed up. Come on, man. Let me help you out. That's a friend. That is. Yeah. yeah. That's a friend. Yeah. Like, Yo, you messed up, but hey, ain't nobody around. Let me, let me lift you up. Let me get you up. You know what I mean? 
and, and that they're not going to talk about it. They're not going to tell anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my support system is very, very small. Um, you, you have Marcus on here uh, a little while ago, and then you have Womack, um, two people that I really um, respect and yeah. hold in regard, um, that I know I can say, yo, I'm, I'm mad right now. I'm feeling some feelings. I, I need somebody to talk to, and they will drop whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's going to be small, but, you know, it, you need to have a support system. Somebody's going to check you. That's not going to allow you to go back to where you were. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, you got to have that. Got to yeah. have that. Uh, agreed. Like, I, I, man, having those great brotherhoods and, and sisterhoods and just great, great people in your life that's not going to judge you. Um, I, I don't have some male, my male friends who actually, when I'm going through what I'm going through, actually, like, yo, we pull you aside. Real. Yo, you tripping. Yeah. And will tell me, like, will check me, like, yo, what's wrong with you, dude? Like, get it together. And I, I and it it's a humbling and great experience. You gotta have that. Instead yeah. of having that yes man, like, look, I ain't gonna say nothing. Look at you gonna fall again. Yeah. You know, it, it's like it's like watching a child walk, you know, getting stages. Look, look at him, you're gonna fall. Boom, there you go. Laughing at him. I'm like, whoa, whoa, I got you. Hold Come on back. And have yeah. a friend say, I don't care what time of day it is, call me. Check on me. Or I'm going to check on you. Having, if anyone's listening, having a great support system, whether it's your brothers, your sisters, your spouse, or whatever, having a support system for one, someone doesn't judge you. You got to have that vulnerability. This is what I'm going through. Or, and no one's, whatever you say to that person, it won't leave the four walls or the phone, whatever the case may be. Right. going to gossip about your problems to make you look stupid. It's not going to judge you. That has, that has your back. So when you do overcome that obstacle, overcome that victory, guess who's going to be standing there? When you're done. Clapping, pretty much. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's, that's great. And it's goes to my next question, pretty much. Um, phone ringing, Jim. Flip <laughs> 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 that out. <laughs> <laughs> so always ask my guests pretty much um we get up in the morning you look in the mirror what motivates you man um uh i'm motivated by wanting to do better than yesterday yes um that i every day i said i posted something on facebook not too long ago about how every day I'm getting closer to my last breath, right? Time, no, time waits for no one, right? Yeah. So as every day goes on, I'm getting closer to my last breath. And so I'm very motivated that mm -hmm. as I continue to, you know, to get closer to that last breath, what will I accomplish by the time I do? What will I be able to um, supersede how like what generational curses am I going to break by the time I get to that last breath that somebody gonna say yeah my dad yeah he loved me you know what I mean you know my my husband loved me you know what I mean and so I want I want uh, I want to do better than yesterday right I, I just I have to do better than yesterday but as I get closer to my last breath I want to be able to say when, when I take that last breath, 
I want to be able to comfortably close my eyes and be like, I did what I set out to do. You know, people had limitations on me. People had notions about me. They had expectations. You're not going to accomplish this. You're not going to accomplish that. And I superseded those expectations, not to prove them wrong, but to prove me right. You know what I mean? That's my favorite quote. That's my favorite quote. Um, I say, I would always say, I said, don't work hard to prove people wrong. Work hard to prove yourself right. Yeah, man. Pretty much, because you thought of that idea, not them. Like last yeah. half the ones that be that be judging and making fun of people ain't ain't working on them. Yeah, <laughs> that's the honest to God truth. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's how it is. It, that's that's how society is, pretty much. Um, definitely appreciate you. This was an amazing conversation. We definitely going to do this again. I got some more ideas in my head. I'm definitely going to talk to you about. Um, before we get off. Tell the audience where to reach you as far as your social media, Facebook, or what you got going on currently. So they can definitely, definitely. So uh, you just on Facebook, you could just type in Raphael R A F A E L Wilson, and you're gonna find this dude with the long beard. You're gonna find, <laughs> and so just just uh, link up with me. Um, you can find us at Three Amigos Dot Solutions. So we do all kinds of stuff, man. We, you know, we. Uh, provide audio gear, you know, help people with audio gear. We do conferences of all kinds. We provide lighting equipment, speaking equipment. Uh, but then on top of that, we do all kinds of other services like uh, helping with social media and, and all kinds of stuff. So 3amigos.solutions is our website. And then you can find us on uh, Facebook at 3amigos uh, Multimedia. Oh, okay, awesome. Um, definitely appreciate you. For, like again, anyone is listening, Walking Purpose podcast on every Sunday on all platforms, uh, Spotify, everything pretty much. You also get a YouTube version, uh, Uplift Kings, Uplift Space Kings. You get a visual version. Times you want to see our faces to know that we are actually smiling, laughing sometimes when we talk. So, um, definitely appreciate everyone for listening. Stay tuned for more. Um, for, for any male that's listening, anybody listening, uplift yourself. Adjust your crown every single day you get in the morning. Kings, queens, everybody, adjust your crown every morning. You are worth it. You are great. Please always remember that.